just for us. That's our laugh for today. We'll make everybody else laugh later. Mm-hmm. Just Probably cool. not, but you know, we can hope at the very least that that's what's going on. <laughs> Hopefully. Womp womp. But what a way to start the episode. Way to be a downer, Christy. My apologies. Yeah, let's go well, ahead and. Uh, that's how it just. Ugh, my emotional stability right now is I'm just like, womp womp. That's my personality. <laughs> It's just womp womp. Relationship status. Womp womp. That's, uh, yep. that, I mean, that is my relationship status. So that's pretty, like, that's pretty on the nose, guys. Now I'm in the feels. Uh. You've made me uncomfortable now, guys. God that- damn it. Womp womp. <laughs> that's going to be this episode title. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get things started then before we uh, depress ourselves much further. Welcome back, everybody, to Dance Robot Dance. Uh, I am your host, Tim. I will be hosting this 125th episode of our little internet thing. With me this afternoon, afternoon, yes, I have Christy. Hello. And Womp Mark. Womp Womp is right. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Besides uh, the depressing shit we just talked about, how's everybody doing today? Actually, other than that, I had a really great start to my day, to be perfectly honest. Huh. Good. I don't know. My back's all fucked up. Tell you why up. my geek is Yeah, geek. there's that. All right. You know what? I'm not going to talk. I'm going to let Christy finish. And just, <laughs> just back away. How'd you fuck your back up? I don't know. Honestly, it just like I, the last couple of days have been very rough and my back has been, I think I'm, I switched chairs at work and I think my ergonomics are fucked up and it's costing me right now. So I'm having a little mm-hmm. like... Not my usual back pain. My, it's like in the middle of my back and everything's all fucked up. So I'm having a weird week. Weird week. Yeah. <laughs> Get up in those, uh, what are they called? Uh, muscle relaxants. It's basically just been like CBD oil and uh, muscle relaxants for the past 48 hours. It's been fun. I'm basically stoned all the time and I haven't even smoked anything. Yes. So like I've got that <laughs> going for me, I guess. So we'll see. It is the weekend though. So uh-huh. I got fresh weed. I'll be good. I'll be fine. <laughs> Fresh legal. Yeah, well, no well legal-ish. legal-ish. Still go to my guy. Legal-esque. You know, like I'm not gonna yeah. stop going to my guy just because like they want me to order it online for twice the price and blah blah blah. Like, yeah. No, no, no. I saw Ford uh Ford's totally fucking up oh, how God. they're gonna start doing legal dispensaries. What are you talking about? Was it, there's going to be like a lottery or something like that for people to get uh, dispensary licenses to start out, like for the first like 25 or something. But only 25 will be able to open in the beginning of April, which are all be it's this is just cronyism writ large. This is just like a, what is happening in America happening in Ontario on a micro like a microcosm scale. It's <sighs> burn it all down, guys. Burn it all this is America. Down. Burn it all down. <laughs> Don't get you slipping though. Yeah. <laughs> So either way, yeah, he's fucked it up pretty bad. So like, I don't think any of the dispensaries that are currently active are going to be able to get licenses properly, and it really fucks over the little guy, like the mom and pop shop ones, which is yeah, that's so ridiculous because like that means like all these people that already have the infrastructure and everything set up yeah. are just going to be fucked, yeah. and there's going to be like people that get licenses that have no experience and like no fucking no infrastructure, no actual brick and mortar, anything yeah. like that. So basically, and- exactly what happened when they launched the online service with like the Ontario. So you know, Ontario. As as our premier says, open for business, but only if it's business he wants. So, yeah, fuck you, Doug Ford. Come get me, motherfucker. I got nothing else to live for anyway. <laughs> God damn it! What is this episode, listeners? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're usually so uplifting. Yeah, we're, so you all upbeat all the time. 
this is just getting our listeners ready for our meat of the episode, which is uh, we're we're gonna have a good good gripe session this week, guys. I think it's gonna we're gonna exercise some holiday demons, and I'll I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that, how about we get into the news? It is sort of now that we're sort of mid December. Not a whole lot of shit getting announced or anything like that, but still some little bits and pieces out there. One thing related to something that we spoke at length about previously, Variety is now saying that giving us some more sort of details on the deal between Marvel and Netflix with the licensing of those series. And it looks like apparently none of them can come back for at least two years after basically the last season like dumps on Netflix. So that means that it'll be at least two years before Disney is legally allowed to do anything Daredevil related, anything Iron Fist related, anything Luke Cage related, and then eventually Jessica Jones and Punisher related. That sucks. And def- basically Defenders related. Yeah, that sucks, which means it's tying up some of their best characters and like legal bullshit. Just as a, yeah. This is a road we've been down an awful lot with Marvel the last you know two decades, so I can wait two years, I guess, to get some daredevil shit again i don't know it's just depressing that's depressing yeah it's just i don't know bad decisions and i don't really (sighs) we talked at length about it but it's just another little little nugget of information that now we have on it yeah yeah at least we know it's not it's not gonna like disappear into the ether they're gonna continue with something yeah it's just a matter of like i think it's gonna be damn near impossible to get those original actors back at that point like they're all they're all big names at this point they're gonna get something else in the interim and it's gonna be pretty hard i think for disney to get them back i don't know we'll see yeah at this point it's basically yeah. well, hope for the best and who yeah. I hope whoever ends up playing daredevil in the future is as good as charlie cox or is charlie cox that's basically where you got to be at this mm-hmm. point so um did you guys know he was in the first episode of downton abbey as a gay man it was awesome yeah charlie cox was yeah yeah I did not. I've never watched Downton Abbey. Alicia's watched all of it, but I never have. It's not really. I just, yeah, I just tried it. Yeah, my mom and sister watched it. You don't like the drama of garden parties? Oh, God. (laughs) No, not so much. (laughs) But in other Mickey Empire news, there's been. So we've been getting bits and pieces about this new live action TV, uh, Star Wars TV series, The Mandalorian. And now we're actually getting like confirmations about who's going to be playing who. The big one is that was it Pedro Pascal, uh, who's the lead guy Oberyn. from yeah, who's Oberyn Martell, who was the lead guy from Narcos or the first two seasons of Narcos, the Columbia themed seasons of Narcos, is going to be playing the Mandalorian, and I think that could that sounds like pretty fun casting. Yeah, he's pretty good, so that should be cool. What is the Mandalorian? The Mandalorians are the bounty hunter race that uh, oh, Boba Fett like was Boba part Fett. of, and, yeah, and yeah, Django, yeah, yeah, yeah. Django Fed, and yeah, so they're a race of warriors and uh, vigilantes and that kind of thing. So could be, I, th- I think that that's good casting, but there's also a bunch of other, like a bunch of other casting news in terms of, and I'm not sure if these are ongoing cast members or guest spots or whatever, but uh, Carl Weathers who played fucking Apollo Creed. Oh, <laughs> really? They got yeah. Carl Weathers in this thing. That's amazing. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be on this fucking show. That's craziness. That makes me think of um, Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, when he's popping up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wasn't he in Predator uh, as well? Was he in Predator? Uh, is that him? I, th- I think I think so. Is that him? I haven't seen that movie in a million years. Right? So I can't should recall. watch that again. It's been a long time. Also, Nick Nolte, who apparently still exists. He's still he's oh sane God, enough that's... to go like in front of a camera? 
Yeah, that's about my feeling too. Oh shit, that's that could be dodgy. I'd like to see the beat more <laughs> on that actually. Yeah, Gina Carano, uh, who um, was a former MMA fighter and uh, was was in Deadpool. Yeah, uh, played played Angel Dust in the first Deadpool movie. Yep. And Werner Herzog, the what director, the is going to be <laughs> playing an actor or acting in the playing Mandalorian. Yeah. What the fuck? Who's fucking writing and casting <laughs> the show? What is going on? Uh, I mean, John. John Favreau's the EP and showrunner, so I I I have a fair amount of faith in John Favreau. Yeah, obviously. agreed. But like that's insane. Like that's all. That all sounds like weird ass casting. Casting like yeah, yeah it's Twilight Zone casting shit. Like that's weird. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> that sounds like really, a fucking crazy, crazy that's fucking, show. Like that last one's tripping me out. Like crazy. Like has he even been behind in front weird. of the camera? Like I don't understand. Uh. I oh, think wait. Werner Herzog has a habit of doing cameos in his own movies. Okay. But uh let's not, see. Was he the one who did the cameo in Californication, like one of the late, late seasons? Was that uh I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, he's got a bunch of acting uh, okay. credits. Like he's uh we played Shrimply Pibbles in Rick and Morty. Oh yeah. Oh right. He, That's right. He did. Oh, okay. Shrimply <laughs> Pibbles? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's done a bunch of voice work. He's done, uh, yeah, he's done a bunch of like bit parts and stuff like that. And and uh, yeah, he's um, there's definitely some of his own movies that he's done. Uh, All right, cameos in and stuff like Still that. Still a so. weird fucking pull for like a super mainstream <laughs> Disney movie, like our show, I should say. Yeah, especially a TV show of all things. That's a re- like that's an interesting. Oh, role. that's Shrimply Pibbles. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Chris no, is back guy's, on board. Been in a ton of stuff. Okay, yeah, 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 he's got like thirty plus acting credits. But I mean, he's obviously primarily a director. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, cool. I mean, that's just weird casting. It's not like I was not expecting this. Like, you don't. I know he's he comes in front of the it camera occasionally. Like, how did they Super get him in Star Wars show? That's fucked anyway. Whatever. I because who isn't in Star Wars now? Yeah, I'd imagine this is a situation where he probably asked to be part of it. Yeah, and they said, okay, yeah, fuck, we'll put Werner Herzog in it somewhere. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, sticking on the Disney side of things. So at last year's D23 Expo, Pixar announced that after Toy Story 4, they were going to be doing a suburban fantasy adventure. And now it has a name. It's called Onward. And on the voice cast are Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Octavia Spencer. That's great casting. Yeah. So there's like, that's all the detail we have of it so far in terms like... In a Pixar movie? Yeah. I'm into it. Nuts. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, Chris suburban fantasy movie. adventure. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but I don't. Man, Julia Louis Dreyfus, like Veep, is like my favorite show. I've never watched it. Oh my god, you'd hate it. It's so mean. Like it's so <laughs> mean spirited. Yeah, and vulgar. They're horrible to each other. Like horrible to each other. If you watched it, you'd be like, I know why Mark loves this show. Within uh, like five minutes, <laughs> she's got a very sardonic sense of humor. Oh my god, that doesn't even begin to describe the vulgarity that comes out of that woman's mouth in that show. It is <laughs> maybe I need to be awesome. watching this show. You should be watching Veep. It is hysterically <laughs> do, funny. They're so mean to each other. I do it's love funny. Tony Hale too. Oh god, yeah, he's great in that. Yeah, everybody's uh B- Buster, Buster from Arrested <gasps> Development. Buster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's fuck they're fucking great. Like it is. You know who's in it? Remember My Girl, that that move that Kieran the Macaulay Culkin movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with, with, oh yeah, Anna Shlumsky. Anna Shlumsky. I had a huge crush on her when I was a kid. I still have a huge crush on her. She's in Veep. 
she's yeah. fucking amazing like amazing so yeah I, I highly recommend veep veep's fucking amazing although at this point it kind of feels like it almost feels like light comedy compared to what we're seeing in real life at this point so. <laughs> yeah Last bit of last bit. Yeah, exactly. Wop wop again, right? Last bit of Disney umbrella news is that Scott Derrickson, who directed the first Doctor Strange movie, has just signed on to direct the second Doctor Strange movie, which is due in 2021. And I think that sounds good because I really like the first Doctor Strange. And oh, you think he's back then? Do you think the snap comes undone? I don't know. No, it's a prequel. (laughs) It's a a Doctor Strange prequel. Yeah, as is. is as is the Spider-Man sequel and the Black Panther sequel. Those are all prequels. Yeah. Like None of this is... Yo, Captain all Marvel, though, that's like an actual prequel. Yes, it is. It is an actual prequel, yeah. Doctor Strange is definitely just... It's actually a medical drama, just of, of Doctor uh, Stephen yes. Strange. Yeah, yeah. It's that's another Doctor Strange, though, actually. It's, like it's a different guy. <laughs> it's the dude from the 70s version. <laughs> Yeah, it's some fucking random guy who's just like a doctor. It is actually Doctor Strange. That's the sequel to Marvel's Doctor Strange. <laughs> he's just a weird guy, an he's off-putting House, but a shitty. He's an off-putting guy <laughs> that's a doctor. Oh my god! So he's Doctor House, so but not like yeah. shitty at his job. Yeah, he's but shitty at his job. Magic cape. Right? That's the only thing that keeps him alive. Yeah, the cape comes back. That's the only thing that comes back. <laughs> only it's the carpet from Aladdin. Okay, now we're, now now you're pushing it too far. Now you've gone too far. <laughs> I pushed it. I pushed it. I pushed it. Right. I went too far. I saw where it was. I I, I crossed that line. I jumped sorry. right across it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And in DC news, this is something that I probably am the only one here that cares about. But I'm the fucking host, so fuck y'all. Wow, that was a lot of, a lot of fucking. The, this year's like Arrowverse crossover just finished up. I haven't watched it yet because I'm behind on all of those shows. But at the end of it, they apparently announced that the next one, which is going to be next year, is going to be uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. I saw that. Yeah, which for any of our listeners that aren't you know in the know with DC storylines is like one of, if not the biggest, like DC crossover in comic book history. It yeah. basically like rebooted their entire universe in the mid '80s. Let's not get everybody's hopes up. This is going to be like, yeah, that good because these shows are middling in quality these days. But like, it is a cool thing to be able to pull that much history in. They've got so. all the main players of Crisis and Infinite Earths in the in the Arrowverse now. They've got Do they really? They've got the Flash. They've yeah, got a Flash. Superman. They've got a Supergirl. They could recreate that yeah. cover, that yeah, super iconic true. cover cool. of spoiler alert: Superman holding Spider or uh, Supergirl's corpse. Yeah, that's <sighs> true. They could totally do that. Yeah, huh? so Supergirl die. Uh, yeah, in yeah, well, uh, that that Earth One Supergirl, I think. Was yeah, Earth One yeah. in that one. Yeah, yeah. That that was the the main or one of the big things that the original Crisis on Infinite Earths did was like there was a huge like their continuity was just a mess. There were like eight different yeah. Earths and nobody knew which who was from which one. So it was they sort of streamlined everything and streamlined their timeline using that event. But it was also a really compelling story just to begin with as well. Yeah, it was an interesting story. Yeah, that's cool. They're gonna try and do it. Like it's. That's a very like big in scope story for them to be t- attempting to do. It across is, the but I mean, coast. a lot of the other ones they've done have been pretty. Uh... Yeah, they've done good work. I haven't seen this year's yet. Uh, like I would, that was my. I was going to hop in and just like watch the crossover as opposed mm-hmm. to actually watch mm-hmm. any of the shows anymore because I can't hack that anymore. But like, I wanted <laughs> to watch the crossover because I was curious and like, I I I, I want to support Supergirl when Superman shows up. For some reason, yeah. I don't know. Like, I like that guy as Superman. I just want to see more of him. Success. 
<laughs> uh, no, I've watched all the Supergirl. That Supergirl's the one show I'm most likely to go back and start watching again because I already have like it's just a light, fluffy show that I enjoy watching. Whereas yeah. the other shows I feel like I have expectations on that they are because they reached some of those expectations in the early seasons. And I've just since shit the bed sent like Yeah. In like following seasons. So yeah. yeah. But Supergirl's never disappointed me. I've always kind of enjoyed my ride with Supergirl. And then they had Superman who I quite enjoyed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. he's really good Superman. Yeah. Well, uh, now that we're talking about Mark having expectations about things, the reviews for the Bumblebee movie are pretty positive so far. So, Mark, you can only be let down. Oh, yeah, please don't, please don't, hurt me. please don't hurt me, Bumblebee Transformers movie. Please don't hurt me. So, what? A lot of what I'm seeing is like it's the best of the Transformers movie. But what does that really no, say? Nothing. It's, nothing. <laughs> it's it the absolutely it's the, nothing. It's the most polished turd. Yeah, basically. It's like, well, we got the best shine on that pile of shit right there. <laughs> That's what that means. It's a bronze gilded pile of shit. I've read some of the reviews and like from what I'm reading, it is exactly what I want this to be. But at the same time, Michael Bay's specter is still out there. <laughs> Things could go awry still. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I'm still expecting to leave that theater disappointed. You know, I could, I could totally imagine like, Michael Bay starting to see like the reviews come in and be like, or and like you know for pre screenings, and then it's like, no, we're gonna recut this. I don't like yeah, how I'm going. I am recutting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking final cut because I can't have the only lauded Transformers movie be one that's not directed by me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, four, I mean, five of these fucking things, and I couldn't get like good critical fucking reviews on any of them. Yeah, this guy comes out of the gate on one and is like, "Hey, guess what? This is a fucking decent movie." No, 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 no. Fuck this. Fuck this. Michael Bay's recutting <laughs> this shit. Not More enough explosions. More, More cuts. More dick jokes. More <laughs> sexist characters. Haley Steinfeld needs to be doing a strip tease. Why is this not happening now? Where's Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. More yeah, unnecessary get edits. Shia LaBeouf in the movie. <laughs> Recut it around the two of them. Mark Wahlberg, too busy to leave wherever he is. Just shoot him playing Xbox. And we'll just slice it in. Be fun. Use some, use some of the shots from Ted. No one will notice. Yeah. Exactly. Like you <laughs> Use some of the shots from last night. Nobody watched that pile of garbage, anyways. Well, there. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. So that probably won't. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. We've got a lot of movies that we need to to be seeing over the next little bit. So I've got one down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spider-Verse, I'm seeing it tomorrow. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah, I might, I don't know. I might try and see it this weekend. We'll see how much uh, Christmas wrapping I get done tomorrow. This is a fun one that has enraged people on the internets. So there was a study that came out that did a, uh, like, scientific, like, analysis that showed that movies led by women earn more money than movies led by men. And the internet went insane. (laughs) Well, <laughs> the internet's all men, right? Like, there's no women yeah. on the internet. So that kind of explains that. None of us, no. Yeah. Uh, it was basically, um, it, it was if if the movie passed the Bechdel test, yeah, they would qualify it as a female-led movie. So the Bechdel test, for yeah. those of us Bechdel. that yeah don't know, means that it has at least two female characters who talk to one another about something that is not a man, which yeah. is such a low bar. <laughs> yep. And guess what? Most movies never pass. Yeah, it's true. Like it's a it, that's a rare list to get. Yeah, a lot of movies don't pass the Bechdel yeah. test. Yeah, and and so it's basically regardless of production budget, it's just always like it's uh, at least ten to like 
30% more for movies that basically like what the Bechtel test is actually measuring is like, Hey, does this have realistic interactions between female characters? Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that one of the points is that two women have to have a discussion that doesn't revolve around love or the main character and like the male main character and the relationship that they potentially could have. And so many movies fail. Yeah. That simple like test. Yeah. And then all the incels and actually guys come out and say, no, I found a problem with your methodology. Because they're looking for a problem. Yeah. So, but I thought that was an interesting article. It was nice to see that done in like an actual scientific fashion. So go Hollywood for, you know, continue making more movies that show good representation of female characters and female relationships. Heck yeah. And the last one that I have for this week, did you guys see this? It's It's been shared around in the Tolkien circles of the internet, but I, I haven't seen many people like sharing it publicly. Andy Serkis did a video where he dressed up as Theresa May and did his like Gollum voice and Gollum impression, but with relation to what? Brexit. It's what? it's pretty fucking spot on. It's you know he's talking about like you know how she's like just hungry for power and he she she does like the Smeagol and Gollum back and forth kind of thing that you get in the two towers. It is very entertaining and I mean it's just fun seeing Andy Circus and he's doing it like in real life like not you know a CGI version or oh, anything. CGI, yeah. yeah. Huh. So that's pretty hilarious. I thought it was a pretty fun little video that got shared around this week. Yeah. But yeah, that was all that I had. And like I said, just some bits and pieces here and there, unless you guys have anything to add. Nope. No, that's a pretty good news coverage. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to our Geek of the Week. So, listeners, this is where we discuss the nerdiest things that we have done in the past weekish. So let's go to Mark first after that nice exasperated spy. What's your or sigh? What is your geek of the week, Mark? I can't I can't actually talk about my geek of the week because I think you guys will be pissed at me if I do. So I'm going to abstain what? from talking about Spider-Man. He doesn't want to spoil he doesn't want to spoil oh. another Spider-Verse force. I'm just saying go watch the movie. I'm going to. It's just I a matter had, of when. I had fun with it. So that's all I'll say about that. My actual I guess for Geek of the Week, uh, I've been playing Red Dead 2. It is fucking amazing. If you are not playing Red Dead 2, you're failing at life. And you should get into it. I think Christy. someone got it for me for Christmas. <laughs> so you have, oh, to, you wait. have to wait till Christmas? <laughs> They're oh. week and a half. But that's when my vacation is. So yeah, fine. I guess, man, while you're off, get in there. Because holy shit, this game is well written. Like, it looks amazing. Do you have a 4K TV yet? Do you guys? I no. Can't. No, not really? Your We're Mark happy doesn't with have... our TV. All right, fair. Um, I'm just surprised your Mark hasn't, like, dived in head first. Because he's that. Uh, he's, not, he's not a big fan of 4K. Because we haven't had a lot of need for it yeah fair like they'll go down right it's like i know but you also love your like an early gaming and and stuff yeah you're an early adopter whereas like i remember when my dad bought his absolutely huge gigantic tv for four thousand dollars plasma and now that thing is worth like 200 yeah but man i would still rather watch a movie on like an old plasma than on a current LCD. Like, if I had to pick a 1080 panel, I'd take an old plasma. Like, the picture's always spot on. color depth was always better on plasma. And... Better blacks, yeah. Like, they have a better picture overall. Yeah, OLEDs are supposed to get really good. Uh, like, pretty pretty much yeah, as good OLED. as plasma. 
which is why I'm like, that's when, once those are an upgrade, like targetable range where they're not like four thousand yeah. dollars for a decent model, then it's then yeah, oh, yeah. I'll probably hopping into that probably. But that's funny because that's what my mark is waiting for is the OLED. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I bought a cheap one. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, but you love yours. I do. It's actually pretty good. I got it all calibrated now. It's it looks like like it's got decent color representation now so i'm pretty happy with it i ran it through the the adobe gamma test well, and, just and plus you're really like be shitty about it your setup's in the basement like you're not gonna have a lot of like direct light on or anything like that so it does the yeah, yeah the color depth that. isn't gonna matter quite as much as if you were somewhere that had a lot of natural light yeah no my basement can go basically pitch black like in the middle of the day if i wanted to so it's it's pretty spot on for that yeah mine doesn't do that but either either way, yeah, get into Red Dead. It's uh, it's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, like I have been playing it. Would on you that say TV. it looks great? As good as or better than God of War Four? They seem like tricky games to compare, right? Because like Red Dead's a huge no, open worldy, and, and but it, but Red but Dead God is of War's a, got open world sections. But Red Dead's like way longer, isn't it? Like it's a oh, much yeah, bigger yeah. game. I would like I would probably take God of War if I had to pick between the two because like the story. I mean, yeah. I'll take God of War out of the two, probably. I'd probably even take Spider-Man over Red Dead, but, like, I don't know. Well, you've also got a fucking horse in the game. Horse in the race yeah, on, uh, for that, yeah, yeah. on Spider-Man. On so. Spider-Man one, for sure. So, yeah, like, it, it, like it's definitely probably, like, third place overall for me in the year, but it is a spectacular achievement on uh, Rock yeah. War's part. This year was great for games, too. Like, yeah, exactly, right? Like, having played through these other two games, plus Horizon and, like, that kind of stuff the last little while. Breath of the Wild, like in the conversation, the last couple of years for gaming has been insane. Pretty phenomenal. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. And like this fall, like that's a really good example. Like between God of War, Spider Man, and now Red Dead, like that's a decent set of choices to have. We also have Detroit, which I'm about to boot into. Oh, so good. Just to give it a shot. I have, well, I haven't actually played my PS4 Pro on my new screen yet. So I wanted to get over there and like, I haven't played Spider Man in, in 4K yet. I've just been playing Red <laughs> Dead like crazy. So. Well, I think the D- the last DLC comes out this week, so I'll get into that. Oh, Spider Man? Yeah, and then do those last two chapters and clear that out, and maybe maybe see if I can replatinum it or like get the hundred percent back quickly. Yeah, I I've been really impressed with gaming this past year in general too. Like it's just been pretty phenomenal last two years. Yeah, like yeah, I, like since Breath of the Wild, I think like I've been I everything I've sat down to play has been like I've had to play it kind of thing. Like it was like it was no choice. I just had to play that game, and then. I've enjoyed every single one of them so far. And I've even had surprises. Like I spent like a week with Far Cry 5. I had a fucking blast with it. It was a solid, solid game. So like everything's been kind of firing on all cylinders. I even hear like the Call of Duty this year is really good. So who knows? Um, you might just pick up a gem. Like I picked up um, Fire Pro Wrestling on a whim because I saw good reviews and you can totally customize it and like build all the old WWE guys and like download them from the net and stuff. I played it for like a half an hour. I'm like, I got my 30 bucks worth. Good times. So. Nice. Yeah, games are fun. Uh, all right, Christy, what's your geek of the week? Well, I actually had a very, very cool audition yesterday, and, or not yesterday, last weekend, and without knowing it, I guess two weeks ago, and I know that sounds strange, but today and yesterday, I got leads in a movie and on a TV show. What? Uh, Christy just quit the podcast, yeah, I think. Yeah, too, too famous for us now, I think. <laughs> Yeah, officially. No, and I have a, a Christmas special for a radio play tomorrow. Well, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, well, this we the last. Find <laughs> That's it, everybody, for Dance Robot Dance. 
Yeah, Tim and I will be back with something new. We'll, we'll do a politics podcast now or something, right? Like, there you go. We'll go serious now, right? As opposed to trying to do comedy. Like, yeah. I can't tell you guys what they're called yet, but one is getting pitched to Netflix. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and the other is like a film that's been being worked on for a few years. It's just a short indie movie, but it's pretty cool. Like the it's based off of the um Edgar Allan Poe poem The Pendulum. Which is all about this woman who is, or I guess a person, who is being, it's what influenced a Black Mirror episode where the woman keeps having to relive the day and like running away from people and because she committed a horrible crime and it's in the future and that's how they punish people Mm -hmm. is to make them live out their worst, absolute worst and most chaotic endings. So yeah, but like they're, it's really cool and the TV show is, We'll see, because like it's being it's actually a remount from a show that was out on Cartoon Network a number of years ago. Hmm. Okay. So they're trying to get it back off the ground because there's been a lot of interest from the community. So we will see. Uh, That's all I can say right now. I, do I have can I throw a hypothesis out? You guys aren't talking about undergrads again, are you? No, no. <laughs> okay, that would have been way too cool. Thank God. <laughs> can you imagine Christy couldn't possibly have been attached to something that cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's probably not well known. You guys might not know it, but there's a lot of people out there who do. Well, she'll tell us offline, and then we'll. Yeah, I'll tell you offline, there but you I legally I can't say anything. I mean, I won't tell you offline. No. <laughs> NDAs, NDAs. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Living a mystery. Cool. Congratulations and good luck. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank it's you. Happy. Congratulations, that's fantastic. We'll miss you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make scheduling the podcast easier. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you guys could do, you know what? You guys, yeah, womp, womp, womp. you guys could do a music podcast, no problem. A Canadian music podcast? We have, okay. we have options. Yeah. We have options. There's options. There's things to do. There's other podcasts that are already active that we could just side shift into. Be. There's that. So. Lots of stuff. Huh. Let's not anyway. talk about it. Never kill Dance Robot Dance. Yeah. This stays. This is the one that's like us being idiots all the time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> when Christy can show up, she can show up. If yeah. she gets becomes a hot shot, we ride her coattails to the middle. I'm and this, perfectly <laughs> fine with that. And this is the podcast that has a whole bunch of Facebook likes because some people think that we're some weird podcast about dancing. I guess so, yeah. According or to our Facebook, <laughs> or Facebook page about dancing or very something. Very strange lately. Like, we keep getting well, messages guys, that are interesting. Yeah, they are very strange. <gasps> But we do also have five uh, five star review on Apple oh, Podcasts. Shit. We have five reviews. Wow. It has to be my mom. It's me. I'm one of them. I think I Mark's one, one of them. I think I put one up there at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Karen's one. Let's be honest. Christy probably hasn't no. reviewed us. No. Paul, nah. I, maybe <laughs> Paul. While he was, Paul was probably <laughs> Paul, Paul. probably did it at like while he was doing our podcast. So there's that's a possibility. Also, I don't know who else would be <laughs> reviewing this podcast. <laughs> There you I go. think we get a positive review after this 34 minutes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, that leaves me. So my Geek of the Week, um, I was traveling for work this week for like the bulk of the week, but I did have a couple hours of sort of downtime one evening in the Arlington, Virginia area, like just south of DC. Oh, cool. And was, I had like two hours before I had to like go pick up some of my coworkers at the airport and so I found a map on the interwebs of like big 
like residential Christmas light displays. And I just drove around for a couple hours looking at people's like tacky, like crazy over the top Christmas displays. That's because awesome. I'm a Christmas nerd. Me too. Uh, Funny story. Yeah. Um, I, I don't go out at night much anymore. I'm like a hermit. I didn't, I don't know what happened, but I was driving in <laughs> after the, my work Christmas party this week and people in my neighborhood are Christmas insane. There's like fucking displays <laughs> everywhere. I was like, what happened? Cause I usually just see it during the day and then I'm in my house yeah. at night. So I don't see that shit, but I was driving. Yeah, there was a lot. Like, I was like, what is happening to my neighborhood? It was like a display. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the last couple of years when we came through your area, like there's, there's a lot of like, I would say like a good, like 60, 70% yeah. of people decorate and yeah. a lot of them do like do it pretty big, but yeah. Yeah. These are the ones that are like crazy over the top. Like they have like big coordinated light shows and it's like tune into this radio station where we're piping in music. Oh God. goes along to the lights That's and crazy. like, or they have, you know, a yard full of like those old, like vintage blow mold, like plastic blow mold yeah. uh, uh, things are, or like huge numbers of inflatables and shit like that. And yeah, it's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Alicia thinks that I'm going to become one of those people. You totally are. Don't come on. I'm, you are I, not to that extent. When you get up here, like we decorate more than <laughs> I we decorate you. more than anybody else, like on our block, but it's just not something that I think I would want to do every year. Like, cause that's the sort of thing that takes like weeks to do. Like, you know, oh, yeah. when you've and got a full time job and everything and else, and I'm not going to be OCD enough to do that. Like, that's not something you would totally do. <laughs> Christy, guys, how I already have enough shame piles. What was that? You not see him doing this? Like, as soon as he gets up here and starts seeing snow again, like that front yard is going to look like it's going to be Christmas fucking joygasm everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. It right, will, right? will okay. probably be yeah. like, you know, biggest right. on the block or whatever, but probably not one of those ones that like people drive from all over the city to come see or whatever. You're not going to Griswold it? You got to Griswold it, buddy. Have, I don't have the time and I'm sure I won't have the money to Griswold it. <laughs> <laughs> LEDs, you That's can do upsetting. crazy things with LEDs these days, Tim. You just got to, you know, <laughs> you got to figure out where to source your LED strip lighting from on the cheap yes. yeah. and then like yeah that's, that's good that's definitely what you want is cheap electronics and then put them on your flammable house yeah yeah also that are gonna get wet because <laughs> it's snow so and foliage yeah exactly yeah, they'll probably heat up and melt the snow it's gonna be a mess but like if you're gonna go <laughs> go all in <laughs> exactly yeah yeah everybody can refer back to this when you know two years from me i've been peer pressured into having a crazy big light display and my house is burnt down oh, yeah, and, I, and the podcast pressured. starts to go fund me to <laughs> rebuild my house we'll be, just we'll don't be... use faulty lights don't be a dummy yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't take my advice and buy them on the cheap is what i'm trying <laughs> that yeah don't do that you go out boxing day and you prep for the next year <laughs> yeah <sighs> but yes that was my geek of the week which is directly related to our meat of the episode. The bits of the turkey that nobody wants to eat. Meat. <laughs> meat. <laughs> so we've yeah. done <laughs> we've done Christmas episodes the last couple of years, and they always just depress Mark and God. <laughs> and and, and Mark. Yeah, and Mark just humbugs <laughs> all over them. So this year I decided or I suggested that we could just join Mark in his humbuggery. Yeah. And you can't beat him. Join him guys. Welcome <laughs> to the dark side. Cause longtime listeners of our podcast will know that one of the things we do best is complain and gripe. <laughs> there is that. No. 
<laughs> and so that's what we're going to do this year. We're going to have a good old holiday Christmas gripe session and talk about, you know, stuff people do at Christmas or that uh, annoy us or things, you know, if it's a particular Christmas special or song or something like that, that we just can't fucking stand or whatever. And I'm sure it's going to be all over the fucking place, considering the varying degrees to which we all celebrate and, and our various religious backgrounds and stuff like that. So religion. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's just Mark, how about you start us off since you yeah. are the Scrooge of our podcast well, here. I'll tell a story. This week was my, I had a staff Christmas party. First of all, that is my first problem. Why am I being forced <laughs> oh to spend more time with the people that I spent my entire day with? I don't want to do it. Oh but they give you free, presumably they give you free booze and food, and that's there, why you go. There is that. But like, I mean, what can you really take advantage of when you have to drive home after? So like, it's not really like you have one beer, <laughs> you sit there and awkwardly talk to your coworkers for an extra two hours, and then you go home and do what you actually want to do with your night. So <laughs> just play the video games. And then on top of that, on top of that, they made us do lip sync battles. I wanted to die. Oh no. So this is going to branch into my next complaint, which is the worst fucking Christmas song. Guess what song they picked for my group? Baby can't all baby. I wanted, all I want for Christmas is you. Yep. By Mariah no, Carey. No, I was thinking like baby it's cold outside. No, by Mariah. Oh. That was the Mariah Carey one. That was that was one of yeah, that was one of the ones on my list. I fucking hate that song. So now I'm having flashbacks. Of like when Harry Potter movies came out, that's all oh. I would hear the entire time because that CD just looped in the theater all day. Mm-hmm. We just pray for the credits to still be on when we could get into the theater. But no, 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 no. That fucking Mariah Carey song is on all the time. So there I am awkwardly in front of like everybody while somebody else, thank God, is in a Santa suit singing the song or like whatever, singing the song. But I'm just like, why are we doing this? Why am I being hazed? At a job, I'm 37 years please, old. Please tell me. What is going please on? tell me somebody got video of this. There has to be because it needs to go. There has it to needs be. to go on our Facebook. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can God, source I need it. To see it. I'll see if I can source <laughs> it because it's just me looking like. And we need to zoom in. Yeah, we need to zoom in on Mark and then start playing the sound of silence. Yeah. 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 The, hello, hello, darkness, my That or you need to hear like. Yeah. All around me are familiar faces. (laughs) I have never listened to Jesus Christ post so loud in my car as I did on the drive as I was like just screaming out of Oakville to get back to Milton (laughs) to meet up with my weed guys. (laughs) You're just trying to wash out your ears. Oh God, it was horrific. So yeah, that that's uh, that that could start us off right there, just like Christmas fucking party bullshit, like. Why? <laughs> I missed my Christmas party oh, this week. Actually, so I was really I sad. Wish. I wish. Oh my god. See, I wish. I wish I had a Christmas party because, like, I work from home, right? All my oh, you're living my dream. My coworkers are all over the company or all over the country, and and in like the UK. So we don't have like any Christmas party or anything. Like the closest thing we had is we had like this US team meeting at our US office this week, and we all went out to like the casino that's right nearby. But it wasn't like any. You know, it wasn't Christmassy or anything like that, and we had to pay for our own fucking booze. <laughs> I mean, with the exception of the paying That's for your own totally. booze thing, like I envy your life so much right now. Like, <laughs> I but I, I'm with you on the "All I Want for Christmas Is You." I fucking despise that song. It is overplayed every goddamn year. Don't even really like Love Actually that much. Is that where that's from? That is. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's that's where it. Yeah. And and I will lump in the majority of Christmas pop songs overall 
are just hot fucking garbage. Uh, there's a couple standouts, but most of it is terrible. This is my problem because it's all shit. So like, I don't understand why it has to be piped into every fucking store. Like going for like from <sighs> November first till fucking like well, that, January. That's 3rd. my thing. Like oh. when there's so much like good stuff, like fucking pump in some like fucking Bing Crosby or Dean Martin or some shit like that. Like don't make me you listen pipe to fucking Hillary Duff. The fucking here's the thing, that guys. You are not the every that. person. You are not everybody. I know. You are some of the people. You represent one demographic. Cranky white dudes who just want to hear <laughs> 90s rock. So <laughs> let's, all, let's all just To be fair, calm down. you just fucking nailed us. Like, that's... Yeah, she, well, she nailed me anyway, so I'm done. Thank you. No, I just want to listen to better Christmas music. But yeah, like, when I used to work at Future Shop, they would always play just the shittiest, like, pop like oh, yeah. christmas music like it was I, we had to listen to that hillary duff fucking christmas album so many times and it just like fuck it just tr- like i'd get like ptsd when i hear it now like fucking flashbacks yeah it's just nom flashbacks. yeah i just end up on the ground like curled up like in fucking like turtle shell i i that's the, my reaction to that mariah carey song from like it was on i don't know why cineplex loved that song they played it every fucking must be because it was from love actually that had to be the reason mm-hmm. but like yeah they played it every year for like from like whenever Love actually came out 2001 to like, I don't know when I quit. I, they probably still play it. I probably would have heard it if I'd actually got the spider mm-hmm. on time and like been able to sit in the theater <laughs> before it uh, started. So I'm sure that was still. I don't want for Christmas. It's just awful. It's just just one thing I need. The only, the only part of it that I enjoy is have you guys seen the video of the bunch of like goths that are like under an overpass, like under a bridge or something like that. And then they just randomly start like raving really hard. Somebody has set that to that, like oh, no. to all I want for Christmas to the intro. And then like where the piano comes in and it goes like the, they start just like fucking giving her and raving like crazy. And it's amazing. That is pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah. I thought you were going to go the way where like Christy shuts down on us. We talk about how good, like where I carry looks in the video of the stupid bit. Like, <laughs> she does she's a beautiful woman i i and i i don't i don't dislike mariah carey on the whole just that fucking song overwhelmingly indifferent to mariah carey really so like eh. she provides excellent tabloid gossip fodder though like she's very entertaining so there's that her and nick cannon yeah yeah <laughs> all right christy chime in uh i was just gonna say well i have been chiming <laughs> But no, you know what? My my major, my most majorist of gripes is kind of against the episode is uh, Grinches. It's Christmas Grinches. <laughs> it's my big gripe. <laughs> wow, you did. You chose, People, you chose to do a podcast with the wrong guy. <laughs> People who can't enjoy Christmas for what it is like. They, oh, yum. Uh, won't go. Oh, Mark, no. That's going to be a fun Christy's Mark just... Yeah, Christy's Mark just put something in her mouth and she said yum and yeah. now she's chewing on it, so I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Cinnabon that I bought him earlier. No, that's uh, oh, is that what you're calling it now? Gross. <laughs> hey baby, take a bite out of my Cinnabon. Oh dude, mm, bite? Yeah. Why, why would you say bite? That's <laughs> use <laughs> what what? <is> Cinnabon. <laughs> you guys remember that that YouTube video where it was like the girl was gonna give him a blowjob? She's like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give gonna, you a few light chumps. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my mouth so dry for you, yeah, like sandpaper. So dry for you, it's gonna be like a desert in my mouth. 
<laughs> That's Ellie Kemper, too. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. I, I did not realize that. I mean, yeah. that's like her before she was famous kind of thing. Yeah. yeah her college humor days. Yeah. Huh. But uh, that was just before she got the office, I think. It's a little racy for Ellie Kemper. Usually she uh, touts herself as a little bit more sort of, you know, safe for work comedy. But I don't know. The Kimmy Schmidt, some of the stuff that's on Kimmy Schmidt, maybe not what comes out of her mouth, but some of the other stuff that goes on on Kimmy yeah, Schmidt yeah. is like pretty intense sometimes. So like, eh. Yeah. But you can't like true. you can't be into it and like you can't be in it and then be like no I'm against it. Like, your show is like ninety yeah. percent revolves around that. Like the ninety percent you is yeah. Like basically anything Titus ever says. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, Titus. <laughs> that uh, oh he kills me. He's so funny. Yeah, the show's ridiculous, but yeah. It's but funny. yeah, no my my gripe is Grinches because uh, <laughs> I think that there is something to be enjoyed about just the spirit of the holidays. And you don't have to be religious to enjoy it. It's not about religion. It's not about, you know, feeling like Jesus has anything to do with it. It's just like you're allowed to just have a good time with the holidays to just enjoy it and just just like take into uh, account that like it's a time when a lot of people feel really like warm and squiggly inside I just, I don't know. I, I get so mad when people are like, I fucking hate the holidays. <laughs> like, why? They're like, oh, oh, because like, uh, like uh, Christmas songs. Blah. And I'm like, what other time of year do you hear songs that are so filled with mother flipping joy all the time? Like, this is the problem. Is- Mark doesn't like joy. There is no, he doesn't. There fucking is- Grinch. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're goddamn Grinch. And that's that's my thing is that like just let people like what they like. like <laughs> I freaking adore the holidays. I I don't know if you guys know that about me, but like <laughs> the holidays are amazing and there's such like a lovely time to like spend with people that you care about and such a nice excuse like sharing gifts and the music is fun to just like dance to a little bit. Like it, there's there's no expectation. You can just have a lovely time always. Like, it's always a lovely time. Tim, I don't think she understands what the episode's about. I think. My episode is me. <laughs> you need to get fucking trade back on the tracks, buddy. Well, <laughs> well, Christy did actually touch on another one of mine uh, where oh. she talked about where she talked about uh, about it not necessarily having to be about religion. Yes, that is my thing. Jesus is the reason for the season fucking enrages no, me. stupid. Is that? Because it's born in July. Because it's a, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, and the state's a sp- Especially, yeah, exactly. Because at this point, Christmas is a fucking co-opted pagan holiday for the most part. It's got like European traditions, like in- English traditions. It's got like, yeah, it's got some Christian traditions, but like, it is, it it's not f- like fucking Jesus wasn't born in December. Jesus was not born Jesus on December twenty fifth. He's born like sometime in the fucking summer, some shit. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, he was also Middle Eastern. Yeah, and like it exactly was. Yeah, the reason that we celebrate at Christmas is because Christians are like, no, fuck you, pagans. This is our holiday now. Yes. And yeah, so I and and on top of that and related to that, anybody that will with unironically say the phrase war on Christmas, <laughs> fuck those people, <laughs> fuck them so hard. <laughs> uh like anybody that it, you know com- complains that like 
for whatever reason, they think that they can't say Merry Christmas to people. You know why I love those or... people? Can I tell you why I love those people? Because they gave me like 10 years of great Jon Stewart material. Like, <laughs> that was like all through December. The war, yeah. the war on Christmas shit was his like bread and butter for like the entire. He, he would even admit to it and be like, I know I lean on this shit hard, but it's ridiculous and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep doing it because you love it. I love it. Anyway. Oh, man. Yeah. A bunch of white people that just feel fucking victimized because people out there exist that don't celebrate their holiday. And how fucking dare they? And God damn it. Just hurts my brain every time. And like, luck, it seems to have gone away. Well, and fuck when like Trump came into office and well, in his like his campaign trailers, like we're going to be able to say Merry Christmas again. And everybody fucking erupts into la- like cheers. And like, what I'm sitting here like, nobody ever said you couldn't i know the thing is that it's just another way to like warmonger fear about faith faith yeah about anybody non-christian yeah what's really funny about it too is that like it all started with marketing because the marketing people wanted to be inclusive and then everybody turned on that like that's what it was it was like marketing people yeah the starbucks we can't say merry christmas because that excludes what like 60 percent of the population in the states now or something like that even which more than makes that. sense like you don't have right? to say merry Happy christmas holiday. yeah yeah but that's just for season greetings or yeah. Whatever. whatever yeah exactly right yeah like that's like but that's the reason for it. like it started with the marketing like it, everybody switched to be more inclusive and then people reacted badly to that so it's no just white people reacted badly to that yeah, <laughs> well, no, exactly. no, yeah yeah i'm saying sure so white people reacted bad to that but it's just really funny that like there's so it's like it was a capitalist reason for it to happen <laughs> and it's like, yeah it's exactly not, like to get angry about it and it baffles me oh my god yeah people <laughs> just don't like uh see that's my thing though is that like when it, that's a good point tim because like the war on christmas it's just like no guys no that no yeah this isn't even a like how about anymore yeah how about you fucking see what it's like to actually be part of like a persecuted group like you are not being fucking r- oppressed because yeah. <laughs> because oppressed. fucking Starbucks's cups don't say Merry Christmas this year. Like to that makes fair, me think of um... that's not what Fox News tells them though. So like <laughs> they, we can't be asking these guys to you know think for themselves and not go against what the TV has told them to think. Yeah, with the magic box. Yeah, what's it called? The joke with Monty Python when they're like in the field and. Uh, Holy Grail. Help! I'm being oppressed! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. no, and it's, that's the thing, right? It's that, like, where there is, it doesn't have to be Christmas. It can just be about it being a special time around, like, this time of year. Like, yeah, and I have no problem with people who celebrate it, you know, in a religious fashion. I have a problem with people that then try and push that on other people and say, well, you shouldn't really celebrate Christmas or whatever you're celebrating at the holidays unless you're acknowledging that Jesus like that just hurts. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, Uh, I agree. (sighs) Mark, give us another give us another Scrooge. Um, all of it, just all of it, all of it. <laughs> just what else do I dislike? Oh, basically having the holiday theme all my work for the past month has been <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah, that's been like just agitated. Like I, I forgot being like in direct marketing what it's like 
to just like, <laughs> hey, it's December. It means nothing but snowflakes and reindeer for the next like like at least two months. Like at least two months. So, have you been slipping like dicks and stuff into oh, them just for fun? God, no. <laughs> I don't have the time for that kind of stuff. I wish I had the time for that kind of stuff. There's not the time for that. But yeah, no, it's it's funny because like I I didn't I was working in business to business for so long that like I didn't think about like direct marketing stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that'll be fun to be back into. And then like Christmas comes up, and it's just like, hey, everything's we got to figure out a way to holidayize everything. All right, so like the ribbons, <laughs> the ribbons come out, like you know, like the the stock vector ribbons and shit start coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, we start like just taking our branding and slapping whatever on top of it we can to make it look Christmassy, so that everybody's happy. Yeah. And not fucking just destroy what we're trying to accomplish. So the little white ruffles on the edges of everything. Yeah. 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 Everything's got like a coat of frost on it or whatever. Like it's, it's awesome. Like the stuff you'll come up with to like, at least make yourself interested in the work you're doing. It's like, well, this, this is going to be a really elaborate mask at the very least that I'm going to cut into this stupid detail. And I'm going to put at the bottom of this (laughs) so that it looks like (laughs) snow on the bottom of the frame or something ridiculous. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, that's my other one. That does hurt my brain quite a bit too, because like, a lot of people like there's stuff that is that they market, you know, as like Christmas merchandise or whatever that should not be like, you know, say you go into like a fucking grocery store and is like, hey, look at these carrots yeah. that have a Christmas like fucking sign on them. Like, no, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> not everything needs to be marketed you know, as a holiday, holiday thing. specific. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. Cause like everything at this point is now like anybody whose branding is blue. It doesn't matter anymore. Like your branding is now red and green for like at least this month. Like it's, that's all it is. It's, it's kind of funny Yeah, to see how like we all just do exactly the same thing too. Cause I'm looking at other people's stuff, like from other companies. And I'm like, huh? Wow. We all just do exactly the same thing. Maybe one of us should yeah. come up with a creative solution. Nobody's going to do no. that. <laughs> no. Yeah. It would make everybody feel upset about the war on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And that's yeah. the thing, right? If I didn't do all this hammer shit, not have a <laughs> Yeah. You have no idea how accurate you are right now. It's part of the problem. I know. <laughs> Why does this hammer not have a Christmas label on it? This is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. War on Christmas. Why yeah. are they using the color purple? Yeah. <laughs> how dare they? What is it they're trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck. God, Christy, I'm, I'm going to challenge you to actually come up with something Christmas Christmas related. You do not. I like. have one. Okay, but it's probably going to be against what us. you say anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just uh, how people get so obsessed about this holiday that they forget that retail people are people too. Yeah, it's the the excuse that buyers use to be shit individuals does that make sense mm-hmm. like i have seen so many no, yeah so many people uh, i've seen so many people treat retail folks like trash because they feel like they can because they want the last like thing in the store like they are out they're furious yeah. the last ten dollar toaster yeah. that's definitely worth treating this other person in a subhuman manner for the entitlement of that kind of stuff just fills me with fury and rage yeah the can i speak to your manager crowd are out in full force for christmas shopping and boxing day shopping and i feel really bad for people like you know my mark who you know are are doing this full time and like they're trying to make you have a nice experience but are now prepared for people to be 
total dickwads because of all the mm-hmm. like shit experience they've had in the past with lots of dickwads. We I, honestly, we don't say the word dickwad enough. Like we should really get... <laughs> <laughs> we need to, we need to have a real discussion about bringing dickwad back. Needs to come back. That's pretty good. <laughs> but it's true though. Like it's all these. <sighs> I totally agree. I just think it's funny because like I I mean like. Over the last couple of years, obviously, like I go online for most of my shopping needs. I don't even go into stores mm-hmm. anymore. So I'm like, I'm part of the problem. I, I think that's something that our generation is that millennial. It's another one of those things millennials are going to start killing. Like, I think that the crazy holiday sales and like the I mean, malls are already closing down all over the place and people are choosing to go like direct to the people that make what they what they want to buy, whether that's like a huge corporation or whether it's a small like mom and pop that has an Etsy store or, uh, you know, just their own, their own e-commerce website or something yep. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I actually went to a, uh, a little like pop-up Christmas market last weekend and got a bunch. I got, a, I got Christie's Christmas. <gasps> Christmas what? And I got a bunch of other stuff as well. Cause I was like, yeah, like I've, I kind of, there was some like stuff that I bought, you know, those from big companies and stuff like that. But there's others that I was like, well, maybe this person would like something that's a little more, you know, like handmade or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Boutique and kind of thing. And yeah, because as somebody that has worked retail on Boxing Day in Canada, that worked at Future Shop on Boxing Day in Canada, that ruined a couple Christmases for me because you have to be there at like fucking three in the morning. And so I would have to like, as soon as Christmas dinner was over, I was like, well, guys, it's seven o'clock. I got to go to sleep. And like, yeah. I feel bad for my Mark because he's been dealing with his own store for, you know, 14, 15 years now. And which one is a huge accomplishment that he can make a, a store work in Hamilton. That's as niche as his. And two, yeah. the fact that like he has to the around Christmas time, his Christmas spirit is completely like decimated. He hates the holidays. Sapped, because yeah. like not everything about them but like the build-up is for me as like a consumer and as someone who's you know bright and cheery about this kind of stuff like this is my favorite it's hard because i watch him come home after a day of having to deal with just shitty people entitled yeah. fuckheads and yeah. like that is one thing i guess really it's it's not even just the retail if, if i had to like come down to a full like title for this gripe it would be the consumerism of christmas and the entitlement of the consumerism yeah i agree i think it's gone too far and oh yeah it just needs to be reined in and needs to be tempered and yeah people very much don't look at retail workers as human no especially this time of year (laughs) or and this is my last side note drivers other drivers Mm. like going (laughs) in to be a you know into any retail facility you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So this is how I die. <laughs> Not with a bang, but a whisper. Trying to go into a mall or something like that. or I or, did that yeah. today and I was like, oh, this is tragically awful. Like, yeah. I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I avoid all this stuff. I don't know what, uh, what to tell you guys. I just walk away. From- but that's the thing, though. I still want to have like a, jobs and opportunities for people who do do retail and that's why like i like going into stores i prefer to go into stores rather than order online yeah i mean there's certain certain things i don't mind ordering online but like yeah there are sometimes i like the experience of like going in and actually being able to hold something and see like 
you know, feel the weight of it in your hand and feel like, you know, if it's good quality or not and that kind of thing. Yeah, I got to talk to people. That's crazy talk. I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have another one that spins out of Christie's because I, I also agree that like, I, I don't like how like crazily commercialized and everything that Christmas is, is these days. And along with that, I really don't like cash grab sequels to like classic Christmas movies and stuff like that. Like 30 years later or something like that. They're like, Hey, everybody loves this. Let's redo it, but put no thought or heart into it or anything and just put it on the shelves. Like there was really terrible ones for like some of those old, like Rankin Bass claymation specials. Like oh, yeah. I think they did like, yeah, like sequels to like Frosty, a snowman and Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer and shit like that, that are just hot piles of garbage that were clearly just made because like somebody was trying to cash in. And to be fair, those originals were also made, you know, to cash in on the holidays, but then they became beloved because whatever, like people had ended up having nostalgia for them and stuff like that. So, but no, I, I get that too. Like there's, again, it goes back to that expectation that people are going to want to, I don't know, like participate in these kind of like shitty, rituals just because they're rituals not because they're meaningful but because they're what is it expectation yeah like oh this is christmas so we gotta do it yeah i have another one that falls into that category too which is the idea that you know this is the time of year that you should like maybe reach out to loved ones that you've lost touch with or that you've had a falling out with and shit like that and like no, if somebody's toxic and you cut them out of your fucking life, cut them out of your you life. probably did it for a reason. Yeah, there's no like just because it's Christmas or whatever is not a fucking reason for you to go back and try and amend, you know, fix things with somebody that did something terrible to you. And that unless you like know that they're a better person now, which you probably don't. Why would you try and do that again? Yeah. Like, it's perfectly valid to permanently cut people out of your life that are shitty i agree 100 percent. that is super important and that is a very those are very wise words because it's true like they're just that's another thing about the holiday season where people are like oh i guess i guess i should talk to my mother who like really abused me the last few years at christmas times it's like no it's like nope don't do that do not do it (laughs) bad idea yeah just gonna that's the reason like people end up having like shitty christmases and like people end up being like super depressed around the holidays is because they're like oh fuck i've got to deal with all these shitty family members like no you don't you can choose to do it your way and you know if you want to have like a nice thing like just with you know the family members that you can actually stand or like (laughs) just with you and your significant other or something like that you and your fucking dogs you and your fucking cats like do it yeah, you do you, boo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. I... Mark, you look like you had something to contribute there. You don't get the crushing guilt from cutting out on stuff. Is that not a part of it? Well, <sighs> fuck that. That's more toxicity that you don't need in your life. But that's another expectation: is that people like? I watched this movie. It was like I think it's called like a Christmas engagement. Oh my god! It was. You, you sound like you watched this one movie. of those shitty one of those shitty Hallmark movies. Yeah. And yeah. the mom yeah. was horrible. She was horrible to the daughter. <laughs> and I was just like, oh man. Oh geez. This is bad. 
Hey, honey. <laughs> and like the fact that the daughter was constantly working to like, what's it called? She was just constantly working to impress her mother. And because it was Christmas, they all worked so hard. And like the dinner didn't work out because like this, 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 that, and the other. And they were all just like, oh my God, Christmas is ruined because the turkey isn't here. We have to go for Chinese food. It's like, no, <laughs> it's the spirit. Yeah. It's being together and all that yeah. stuff. You guys are yeah. making me feel this is a bad episode for me. <laughs> no, we're purging. This is good. <laughs> This is we're purging this so that we can have good Christmases instead of focusing on all this stuff. Oh, is that what we're doing? All right, I've got I've got a lighter one that I know that you guys are going to laugh at me for and it makes me sound like a fucking OCD crazy person cuz I kind of am sometimes. Um sometimes. What? Also, there's a lot of there's a lot of that sentence I kind of disagree with, but let's just go Let's just go <laughs> with your thought. And it's and it's related to my gig of the week. You guys know how there's like sort of two different kinds, like tones of white Christmas lights. You've got like the yellow, like warmer lights, and then like the cooler, like sort of bluish yeah. lights. Yes, it fucking grates on my nerves when people mix those <laughs> in their Christmas light displays. I'm with you. Okay, this one I can agree <laughs> with actually. Like that would that drives me crazy too. I fucking like so, the you people will put it like side by side, like on the same tree or whatever. They'll like start it with one color and then switch to the other. And I'm like, no, that oh doesn't. God. Yeah, no, you're, that funny. is that looks that looks like fucking hell. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like from a design standpoint alone, it's a fucking horrific idea. You, like you should consistentize your colors, guys. Like that's why color matching exists yeah. in my world, so that all this stuff looks the same. Get your shit together. I'm I'm on, I'm with Tim on this one, Christy. The fact that you're not yeah. on board. I don't know, man. That makes me that makes me question question your design sensibility. Yeah, really. Yeah, that should really like get your craw. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I know. <laughs> be a bigger design snob, Christy. Yeah, you got to be like real snob. She, no, she doesn't. She you, she moved over to social media. She's in the happy place now. Yeah, like, those guys they got nothing. Yeah, honestly, social media is great. Yeah, I, I, that's why I just made that yeah. joke that you have no stress because it's fun. It's not always <laughs> fun because like people are like dicks. But because um, they all on the want, internet, no, I don't understand. The internet what wants you're what it wants <laughs> on the internet, immediately, yeah. and like, there's no sense of like gratification when you are trying to do something for someone. It's like, hey guys, here you go, I made this for you, and they're like, um, <laughs> yeah, but you could have done yeah, it so like, much better. Why did you decide to do this? Why did you decide yeah. to do why you use that color? Yeah, or like, um, why didn't you decide to address the uh, radical issues that you're having in having a teen class that's only for teens? And you're totally this. This is a real thing I had to deal with today. Why are teens only <laughs> twelve and up? Why can't we have a class for nine to twelve year olds? And I'm like, well, we do. You're like, well, I haven't seen it because you haven't looked <laughs> what i don't what are you talking <laughs> like my brain just shuts down and um, yeah that's anyway. hey uh a question Kristen. Huh? what are you playing <laughs> playing breath of the wild but that's oh, why okay. i can talk and play because oh, nice. it's not uh yeah you're just yeah exploring. you're not doing anything too hardcore um, How far along are you? I uh, am trying desperately to get the Master Sword right now. I have two Guardians. Mm. And I am in total darkness right now because I'm in this like dark wood. Oh, might have made a mistake. <laughs> but anyway, fire broad. Oh. But yeah, um, anyway, <laughs> right. that's the first time it's <laughs> gotcha. actually 
been an issue because um, I am uh, just now focusing on it. But yeah, um, I'm playing Breath of the Wild and it's great. I have the, uh, what's it called? What are they, what are they called? The, um, oh, what's the Guardian called? Gor- the Gorok? Goron? Korok? No, the... The Goron? Yeah. Gorons? Gorons are the, like, lava, be- the rock people. Yeah. Yeah. I just got my Goron Guardian and my... Uh, oh, the, the shield. Yeah. And I have Mipha. Oh, Dar- Daruk's protection? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you've done two of the four yeah. Divine Beasts. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. It's a super fun game. But looking for shrines takes yeah, none of is. my, like, uh... Concentration. concentration I'm gonna beg the difference. Oh, right I now, so you are clearly. I have been so engaged, and then you guys brought it up, and now I'm like. <laughs> now she's super self-conscious Usually about you it. Hide it. You hide it well, but all of a sudden, like the controller came up your face. And I'm like, is she playing Switch right now? Like, is that a Switch controller? Right? Yeah, Sorry, yeah it's that. the that's yeah. a Pro controller, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Pro controller. Yeah. I don't have a Pro controller. I just use the the remotes on the you should, you on you the little dock yeah, the thing. The Pro controller is pro a game controller. changer. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. awesome. I like. I find it fine just using the remotes on the little like dock thing for them. Tim, Tim. <laughs> video game, just video game rookie. We'll just have to be the yeah, that's true. Like holding a decent controller in your hand compared to the fucking Joy Cons slapped into a piece of plastic. Well, maybe one of our listeners. We can make that another Patreon goal. <laughs> Buy Tim a proper fucking Switch console? controller. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> or console. <laughs> that yeah, too. There's that too. <laughs> I thought you didn't want a console. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say no to one if somebody fucking gave me one <laughs> but i'm not gonna spend like 500 bucks on a playstation Why? or a, or an xbox because i have enough shit to do without having to <laughs> spend you've you seen the wall of comic books behind me that i haven't read no yeah yes yeah. you have still not <laughs> uh well it sounds like we're kind of winding down unless you guys have any other uh any other christmas or holiday gripes to throw out there no, I'm good with a short edit. Yep. Wait, did I say that out loud? Oh, yeah. Womp womp. That's the name of the That has to be the name of this episode. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Mark, Mark had the least to say, but I think he just sort of encompassed everything. Yeah. So. Accurate. <laughs> Fuck Christmas. Mark had the least bah, to say on a Christmas humbug. episode. Big surprise. Bah humbug, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, then let us move on to our geek cred, uh, which is where we each of us recommend something that we're enjoying right now and that we think, or just enjoy in general that we think that you should check out. So uh, Mark, because you've been a little quiet, how about you give us your geek cred first? <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Just just gets, is getting a good <laughs> recommendation right now. <laughs> what do I, I've been playing so much Red Dead. I haven't really been doing. You much. can geek cred that. I did. We talked about it. Yeah. I mean like already, if, yeah, already geek of the week. If did. you have, if you have the means, like any means of playing red dead Two, and that's something that you're interested in doing, give it a shot. It's probably exactly what you expect it to be. And it's a lot of fun. So nice. we'll keep it short. Nice. Christy, how about you? Um, I have been uh, a big fan. I was talking about comics last week. So this week I feel like I should do something different. Uh, I have been really enjoying breath of the wild. I would recommend that, but I think I already have at one point or another. Um, so for what should I do? For, da, 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 da. I can't recommend Name of the Wind because you guys all make fun of me. Sure, you can. <laughs> you can recommend it. We don't. Nece- we won't necessarily follow your recommendation. <laughs> yeah, that's like all. You'll never read those books. You're missing out. 
Again, pa- Patreon and make us independently wealthy so that we can. <laughs> lis- I'm listeners, make you some. <laughs> no, I'm saying s- some rich listener out there just pay well, our annual salaries. Podcast. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so that we can cover all this shit that each of us tells each other to read and or watch, and we That's never do. True. Yeah. Thank you, future <laughs> Patreon supporter. I, I would gladly play The Witcher 3 if somebody was going to fucking pay me to like take the you time. You don't to need to be paid. Oh, it's so good on its own, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm just so mad at you for not reading. They're playing that. I bought it. Game. They have my money. Doesn't that count? No. Uh, I'd recommend Witcher 3. There, there's my Geek of the Week. Witcher 3 is the best game. And even though God of War was great, I still prefer Witcher 3. Even in the face of Henry Cavill, you'll still recommend it? Yes. I fucking hate Henry Cavill. Right now, I am <laughs> easy tiger. Wow, I'm angry about it. I think it. we've, uh, I, yeah, we've, I just, I've we've unlocked a lot of hatred from Christy this week. No, I, I like uh, it. I actually watched Mission Impossible Fallout this week. I he was pretty good in that. Like I quite enjoyed his little performance mm-hmm. in that. Was, mm-hmm. I had a good time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Movie was fun too. <laughs> like I mean, it's a Mission Impossible movie, but I found him, yeah, not very intriguing in that film. I also just have. I'm, I'm, and you're and you're not the least bit biased either. No, I'm just still curious. <laughs> then why don't you recommend us some shit so that we can get Christy out of yeah. here so that her rage subsides a little bit? I'm suddenly very rageful. I'm going to recommend. <laughs> I'm going to recommend a vendor this week that I bought uh, my dad's Christmas present from, and he's in the list of the podcast, so I can say this. So there's this publishing company that is based in the U.S. called Easton Press that does really beautiful bindings of like classic books. And a lot of the time, very often like out of print books and stuff like that. Like they're all like leather bound and like gilded pages and like gold inlay and stuff like that. on wow. the covers. You can get the printed on vellum if you want, actually from what I, if I remember correctly, when we were looking at some custom work from them, so you can get some. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they're pricey, but they're really nice copies. Yeah. And, you know, if you're somebody that likes having like a really nice copy of something on your, bookshelf then this is a really cool place to get them um they've got like fiction non-fiction like historical stuff a lot of different a lot of different items but uh the one that i got for my dad was tolkien wrote uh, or would write christmas letters to his kids every year and he would put them in the mail and mail them to his house oh and they were they were letters from santa they were written as though they were coming from the north pole and everything oh that's cute. yeah and so they reprint them all and uh it's called it, depending on who's published it, it's either called the Father Christmas Letters or Letters from Father Christmas. Aww. Yeah, so they're all, and he sort of had made up this whole like, in as Tolkien does, like this whole in, intricate, not as like intricate as Middle Earth, but like this whole sort of mythology surrounding the North Pole and the magic behind it and stuff like that. And so little bits and pieces of it are revealed through the different letters. And and my dad did that for us as kids. He would write us uh, letters from Santa. Yep. Like we would leave letters to Santa with like the milk and cookies. And then Santa, quote unquote, would write back to us. And last year for Christmas, he had all of those like scanned and printed in a Aww. book for me and my sister. And so this year I'm going to give that to him so that he can see Aww. what Tolkien would do for his kids. That's so so yeah, they have a yeah, so the Easton Press has a really nice version of the Father Christmas let- letters uh, that I uh, ordered for him. I haven't even opened the box yet. It's sitting downstairs. Oh, Tim, that's so lovely. Yeah. So if you like books and you like really nice copies of books, go patronize the Easton Press. And I guess that's pretty much it. 
patronize is in like tell them oh i could do better than that uh yeah definitely definitely go with yeah look at this book this is garbage i could do this in my garage (laughs) i got some glue and some paper let's go (laughs) and some gold they're gonna be very confused like why are you saying these things to us we're like well this guy tim told us to come and patronize you (laughs) what wordplay is fun Happy podcast, everyone. <laughs> Happy podcast. That's what that's the holiday that we celebrate on Dance Robot Dance. Happy, Happy podcast, podcast to all. And to all, and to all uh, good tentacle porn. Oh, it's been so long. Now I can't share this. <laughs> Fuck like you were ever gonna share it. Yeah, exactly. I work at a public institution. <laughs> I work for a major corporation. You don't see me hiding. Yeah. <laughs> all right well with that we will <laughs> bid you adieu everybody and say thank you for listening and uh let us know what you thought of the episode you can uh and you know if you have your own things that people do that annoy you with the holidays or songs or movies that you just don't get oh i didn't even talk about the polar express fucking hate that movie all the kids have Why? dead eyes I, hate all those uh, I don't mind the tom hanks parts but the fucking kids and they're like, they should not have tried to do CGI children at that. Whenever the fuck they put that movie out. Cause they're just, cause they're just creepy as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. That's, that's from the joking community. Remember like dead. Eye. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It is <laughs> dead. eyed Tom Hanks yeah, or whatever. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you have stuff, Oh my fucking voice just <laughs> that, changed. Apparently. Wow. You guys have <laughs> Excuse stuff. me, sir. <laughs> Do you have any gripes relating to Christmas things? If so, if so, you can please talk send about them. them. Our way. Yeah, please send them our way. You can do so at our email, which is dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook page, which is dancerobotdancepodcast.com slash dancerobotdancepodcast. I feel like you're leading into Kermit or now. Our Twitter. I think you're coming into Kermit. Yeah. You're falling into Kermit. <laughs> Or on our Twitter, which is at DRD underscore podcast. <laughs> if you are not already subscribed, you can subscribe on to our podcast on Stitcher or Shout Engine or the Google Play Store or Apple Podcasts or most places where podcasts may be found. Thanks so much for listening. I've been Tim. Happy holidays. Even if you do some of the things that annoy us, we still like having you listen to our podcast. Please don't go away. <laughs> We love those numbers. <laughs> Say goodnight, Mark. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> Say goodnight, Christy. Bye. And we will see you next time. <coughs> that was nice. That was nice. <coughs> yeah, those, those fucking dead-eyed polar... <laughs> those fucking dead-eyed Polar Express kids, like, creep me the fuck out. You got their, with their weird little dolphin teeth. I don't like it. Weird little dolphin teeth? <laughs> you no, watch this movie way too much, man. Way it's, too much. It's one of those ones that like my parents and my sister always watch every Christmas, so I always end up like walking in and being like, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I will never tire of that Josh Groban song. Oh, yeah. From... If you just believe <laughs> All of my impressions sound like Cher. <laughs> I think we're gonna I'm gonna stop recording now because I think we can't we're not gonna So have a good night everybody. Seriously, share Kira. <laughs> Bye guys. Share Kira. <laughs>